One. Hey, everybody. It's your boy, Adam. <laughs> How'd I do? Starting early. It's not even six o'clock yet. Oh, my you, God. You're crazy. Hold on. Let's you're out of your start, mind. Let's stop the stream. Start over. Start it over. Get a new link. The uh, Let us know if the audio is okay. I, technically, my setup is exactly the same as last time. So the audio should be fine. Except for the, I can hear it. Except for the red lights. So. Like I heard it on the, the echo back, so it should be good. Something new. All right, so we're looking. This time we've picked a video that's four minutes <laughs> and 46 <laughs> seconds long. So this stream should be under, what, what, should, what are we going for, 30 minutes? We're going for three hours instead of four. <laughs> We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk for fifty minutes <laughs> per minute of the video. <laughs> so there'll be There's a lot. that much to unpack in this video of shit. There'll be a lot of start, stopping and starting. I ha I heard through the grapevine that Michael Knowles likes to throw copyright strikes. So, really? Yeah. Well, but fuck that guy. This is technically a a PragerU video though, so I don't right. think he can throw a copyright strike at a PragerU video. Did you watch Michael Knowles the in the they did a thing on Daily Wire uh, with Jordan Peterson where they all sat around and smoked cigars and tried to get Jordan Peterson to say offensive things about the left. Really? Oh yeah, it's awesome. That's you gotta, amazing. You got to watch and really it. douchey. <laughs> yeah, totally. But I Knowles is one of the people that I think of as being in the conservative bubble, which is one of the reasons why I thought this would be an interesting video to look at. Right. So. Well, this video is definitely uh, evidence of that. Yeah. It, the I hadn't watched it all the way through. I watched maybe a minute of it and just immediately jumped into cringe mode. It's <laughs> <I was laughs> like, what? It's it's he does some interesting rhetorical stuff. So, so hey everyone in the chat, uh, good to see you. I hey now. I put I cooked up some questions too, some discussion questions. I didn't get a chance to clip up last week's video because we went three hours and I wasn't expecting us to go three hours. So hopefully we went I'll, like four hours. What are you talking about? Did we? Oh my goodness! No, we went <laughs> three hours. We didn't. In forty-five did, minutes. Oh okay. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> We didn't pass the 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 four hour mark, thank goodness. So, but we're uh, Sitch said he's got a bit of a cold going, and I don't I don't feel. I mean, I have a little bit of a headache going, so we, I don't I doubt we're gonna go for four hours. Today. I know. Well, I'm trying to get my victim status up. For, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Breaker for two dollars says, "Boo, uh, schmuck, attack Prager, you." Oh. Are we are is Breaker a a Prager U fan? I I thought the Prager U video on Jordan Peterson was actually pretty good. What do you think of that? Whenever they get someone who's not like a right wing ideologue, it's good. Mm -hmm. But they have a lot of right wing right they have a lot of right wing ideologues just say nonsense. You know, we did a lot of hating on Ruben last week, and I think Ruben's yep. Prager U video wasn't bad either. So yeah, but he's not an ideologue. He's just as you said, dumb. <laughs> yeah, didn't Lindsay didn't Lindsay Shepherd do one as well? Uh, I'm not sure. I so, know Ayanna Hershey Ali did a couple. I don't know. I feel bad that I don't. I know nothing about uh, what's her name? Ali Ayanna Hershey Ali. 
Ayana Hershey Ali. Yeah. It's going to take me a while to get that one right. I feel bad that I know nothing about her. I, I'm going to guess that she's an ex-Muslim. She's an ex-Muslim who ran away and she suffered female genital mutilation. Oh, my God. I didn't and, want to know that. And, yeah, she used to be like an extremist and then she realized it was dumb. And then Linda Sarsour told her that she should have her vagina removed for talking bad about Islam. Really? Wow. Yeah. Everyone brings it up and rubs it in her face like 24-7. What a hater. Jeez. Oh, yeah, definitely. I I know that I know both of them by their faces, but I just I never really watch any of their videos. Or what are you drinking over right. there? Getting drunk? I hear I'm that. getting wasted. I had a beer, but I should I should have drank I should have drank my beer. Just I guess I straight goes up against bourbon. my headache narrative. My victimhood <laughs> narrative. You caused the headache. I did actually. I did a lot. Uh, I drank a whole beer yesterday, and it gave me a bit of a headache. So, we have, so does that mean if? So what are you going to do? Are you going to go on the Jordan Peterson all-meat diet? Because then you can't drink alcohol. Really? Nah. Well, it's not meat. Yeah, I have to have a beer every once in a while. <laughs> I'm an American. Damn it. He's a Canadian. He can do what he wants. So, so Anyways. I, I also cooked up some questions. I wonder if I should read them ahead of time. We will no, answer these not. questions along the way. No, let's tease it. Come on. Oh, okay. Let's do this right. Are you kidding me? Okay. Okay. So we, we, I cooked up some incendiary questions to uh, get Sitch to answer. I will answer them as well. So the first one is pretty simple. How do you define left and right? Uh, a left-right political spectrum question, which is one of the things that was I thought was cringy about this video, is that immediately it's like, let's define the left and the right. Right. I don't like these people, and they claim to be on the same side as me. So, so let's obviously push they're them not. Over. Let's push them over. <laughs> they're really secretly on the other side with the people we already don't like. It's yeah, just a exactly. coincidence. It's easier that way. Yeah, exactly. This is it's funny because the in the monk debate, Jordan Peterson talks about the the radical right and how we have to be able to define them, and, and instead. Like he just defines them as well. No, there is no radical right. <laughs> the only radicals on the left here. <laughs> exactly. Everyone knows that. Come on. So, and the second question is: Is ethnocentrism racist? I think you asked a question on Twitter about that. Or no? Yeah. Did well, you? I asked the one. The question oh, number okay, five. Number five. So number three is: uh, Are all are all men here? I'll fix that. You put are all me created equal? <laughs> Obviously, are not. all friendeds created equal? Are all men created equal? I feel like that's already gonna get some sexist comment. Are all persons created equal? Uh, the let is is that idea is that ideal unique to the left or the right or more uh, common on the left or the right? He mentions mm -hmm. that in the video, so that's why I watched the video and I tried to cook up questions that were somewhat had to do with the video. So, uh, number four is my personal favorite. It's the longest question. Jesus. Uh, if there are people in society that feel stressed by diversity in the same way that trans people feel stressed about transphobia, is it right to stress slash harm them uh, in the name of diversity? So. Wow, yeah. stirring up trouble with that one. I'm trying to. The and number five is: Is it racist to advocate for an ethno state? And this is a a question that you asked on Twitter. And I noticed 
I noticed that Roaming Millennial, I think, chimed in on that, didn't she? Uh, I don't remember if she said anything. I think she liked... No, she did say something. I don't remember yeah, what it I was. Yeah, I can't remember what she Oh, no, said. she said she was saying that it's kind of talking about how it shouldn't really be called an ethnostate. It should be called a race state, which I agreed with. Because <laughs> okay. that's really what they're advocating for. They're advocating for a right. white race state. Yeah, ethnicity is a weird is a is a weird thing. Is American an ethnicity? No. It's not? Why not? Because we they haven't been around long enough to create some sort oh, of so biologically a... diverse group. So ethnicity only has to do with biological diversity. It's not a cultural thing. Well, that's a good question. I don't know. I, I yeah. guess it would have to be some combination of the two. Yeah, that's why the a lot of this, a lot of the stuff that I will talk about today comes from the book, uh, "Our Political Nature" by Avi Tushman, where he actually goes through and looks at ethnocentrism in different populations. And he makes a case that there's an optimal breeding pattern of ethnocentrism versus uh, xenophilia, which mm -hmm. is the opposite of ethnocentrism. Uh, break it for it's, two. It's being afraid of those black aliens from the movie Alien. Well, but you don't want to be too insular. You don't want to be. You don't want to be not you want to bring some new genetic material in every now and again it's the right the our political nature is a, a fascinating book uh i recommend it to a lot of people uh and he he relates all of our political understanding to evolution which i think is super cool breaker for two dollars says no one no one's created to start with non-starter booyah yeah i thought you were atheist friended god i knew you were such a a Jordan Peterson Christian apologist for some reason. Jordan Peterson, first of all, is an atheist. And second <laughs> of all, the I love in the Constitution where it says, endowed by our creator. It's the perfect word because everyone has a creator. You, know, you usually call her mom for about the first. <laughs> well, you probably continue to call her mom throughout your entire life, but. My creator's a very nice woman. Just so you, you don't know. call your mom the creator? <laughs> that would be pretty cool. <laughs> if we ever have a kid, we're going to make the kid call us the creators. <laughs> if we have a kid? We're not having a kid when he dies. No, about. not you and me. Come on. That's not even. I want to see some fan art That's from, oh, from no. Phalanx. Already, already we're getting fan art. <laughs> the brain will take up most of the picture. <laughs> so, um,. And number six, the last question, and I chose six questions because I'm, I'm, I want to clip these into videos. So the last question is, what is your favorite Jordan Peterson video? <laughs> <laughs> Which is completely unrelated, but I feel like, I don't know, people, Jordan Peterson is so divisive these days, it's kind of fun to, just to be able to say his name and trigger people. And every video has to be about him somehow. It does. My... Do you use his name as the default tags? <laughs> <laughs> Not if it's a Jordan Peterson video, I do. Really? Oh, I just... You just put in everything? Well, we've already mentioned him, so we're allowed to. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, Jordan Peterson is the engine that is driving YouTube right now. I find it I find it fascinating. Well, at least the driving the anti-HW YouTube. Yes. So let, let's watch a little bit of the video. Well, let's actually start off with how do you define the left and right? Because it will play into the 
interesting way that Michael Knowles right. chooses to define it. You go first. <laughs> uh, the well, the left and the right can. There's a number of different metrics, and I find it easiest to just pick one metric and say this is a a good metric. Obviously, different metrics overlap. The the like we had talked about. Jordan Peterson said in the Monk debate, he said. On the right, when people go too far, we get... Hold on. The stream's lagging or something, they're saying. Really? So we'll scroll up, see if it says it's in what the connection status is. It's Bad. A, yeah, bad. I don't know why that would be. Looks, uh, looks okay. Well, no, I guess it is trending down. There, pop back up again. Okay. Oh, yeah, I don't think we can do anything about it, right? Just the wait. Yeah, not really. Fucking YouTube needs to get their shit together. Well, I, want, I wonder if it's my internet, but I mean, my internet is wired up. Fucking friended, need to get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> I'll work on it. Stream dead. Fix your net, Adam. <laughs> Lagging. Hey, what's up, Mouthy Buddha? Good to see you guys. I don't think he can hear you. Oh, yeah, it said zero there. It's popping back up. Oh. Good. We're back to good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it's working again. Oh, wait, now it's lagging again. Now it's working again. Hmm, I don't know what I okay. can do. Okay, it says good, so I guess we should just you start over. Oh, wait, no, now it's lagging again. Fuck! Are you looking at it? YouTube is I'm not receiving the... uh, enough video to maintain smooth streaming. Okay, now it's, it's starting again. Dude, it's I guess you should just... It's oh, bouncing I, all I, okay, it's going gonna, it's gonna to lag again. What the hell's going on? The whole thing's fucked. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, maybe we have to start over. I mean, that'd be pretty shitty, but... No, 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 it's gone now. Three, uh, 3,000 kilobytes. You're going to say that as soon as I say to start over again, it's going to lag well, out. We're, technically, we're, we should be good now, but... Nope, as soon as I turn the volume on, it, it started to lag again. As soon as you said that, you broke it. All right, hold on one second. Like, even my image of your screen is kind of, like, like lower quality. Oh, well, now it's working again. Well, no, now it's not working again. It's, I'm going to keep saying that every 10 seconds.
Even my visual of your screen is all fucked up. That's it. Someone in the chat said PragerU is doxing us. I mean, not doxing us, is uh, DDoSing us. That's what's happening. Well, you just said it's working, so it's going to stop working right now. Okay. Hmm, how do you feel about that? Oh, I might agree. I don't I don't believe in natural rights either. In terms of that nature gives you rights, that is. Right, that's true. That's is it is it's a moral truth, a Jordan Peterson truth. All right. Hopefully it, the stream is going to fix itself. I don't necessarily know what we can do. So, well, obviously hopefully we'll edit that out. <coughs> Fast forward. <laughs> Fast forward. <laughs> Fast forward. Anyway, so so what, what yeah, what were we talking about? The oh, here it goes again. Definition Jesus. of left and right. I hate you internet. <laughs> It says it's still it's still working. Yeah, oh no, still never mind. Away. And it's back. And it's gone. And it's back. And it's gone again. And it's back again. It says good on my end. Just look at okay. my screen. I don't know what you're looking, looking at on your screen. I'm looking at the the screen that everyone else is looking at. So everyone in the chat, let us know. Is, did the lagging stop? Thank you. It stopped for now. So Okay. Hopefully something... Hopefully it's working now. So you can finally describe the difference between the left and the right. So, someone is... Oh, okay. It broke again. When Adam, when Adam came back. Okay. Yep. <laughs> It's Adam streaming porn. Yeah, actually, I am. Right, I got my other, got my other tab open right here. Maybe, oh, maybe I should close that. Isn't that what you always do in a stream? Well, you know, I get bored. <laughs> it's like you don't say anything funny for a while. What else am I supposed to do? Okay, okay. Where were we at before that? We had all this internet. Drama. The definition of your definition of left and right. Okay, the definition of left and right. So. Uh, as Jordan Peterson said in the Monk debate, the you have like a th million tabs open. Is that why this is happening? <laughs> why do you have so many tabs open? You I don't. Should, I wish you could see his screen. I the don't. bottom of your screen is like thirty million tabs. Well, that's I just stuff that I'm working on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't want to close all it the up. porn that you're looking at. You can't just look at one. Up. You have like thirty open. Well, uh, that's uh, how do you look at porn? <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. These anyway. These aren't porn tabs, you guys. Come on. These are folders. Just folders. Just stuff I'm working on, okay? I like to work on a lot <laughs> of stuff at the same time. It's multitasking. Well, you, uh-huh. don't, you don't know how to multitask? Uh, I got to teach you a few things. <laughs> okay. How many videos do you work on at the same time? I work on one video at the one same time. One video? Listen, one video. No wonder you never come out with a video. Exactly. And then I say, and then halfway through I say, oh, this video sucks. And then all, all the time wasted. See, but when I when I work on 10 videos at once, it's not as big a deal when you when oh, all okay. of a sudden you decide that the video you're done with that video because it sucks. Right. Don't forget my last super chat. We read your last super chat here. I'll Maybe read. it got lost in the uh, I'll read it again for you. The lag. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Breaker for $5 says, rights are not something that you are endowed with. They are restrictions imposed on the ruling body by design or by a higher, more powerful authority. So do you have any comment on that, Sitch? Uh, Well, I I said, I don't believe nature doesn't give you rights. And then you said, well, it's a good fiction. And I agree. So, well, there are people that are born with advantages and disadvantages. Right. I mean, there's... But that's not a right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Equal protection of the law, I think, is something that is relatively new to Western democracies that a lot of people intuitively just feel some people are have different rights than others. So, right. Uh, so making the jump to everyone has the same rights was a huge leap for society, correct? Sure, it was. I mean, the kings and the aristocracy had different rights than the, than the peasants. And I think even in India, they might still be operating under some kind of caste system. I, I don't think they're supposed to, but they probably still do. Right, because it's in, intuitively, they believe that's the correct way to be. Well, it's funny because, uh, you know, Jordan Peterson and all, and all those Christian apologists claim that that's like a Judean Christian idea but I mean, I don't know. At least the Jews, they had a caste system. So, I think, and this is where the the idea of memes in different religions is is true for at least me, because the idea that Jesus is saving everyone, I think, is kind of an egalitarian idea. Well, he only saves you if you believe in him. Right, but there's no cost to believe in him. I mean, it's well, a, I guess it's a no cost offer. You don't have to. You don't have to be an aris, a, a member of the aristocracy. You don't have to donate ten thousand dollars to be saved. Right? Well, but also that whole notion of Jesus, of believing in Jesus and original sin and saving you, like that's all not in the like. That's not Jesus never talked about that. That was all like came up with afterwards. <laughs> also, you can make a a argument that the protestant reformation had a lot to do with that as well because yeah that's true i agree with that the protestant reformation came in and all of a sudden i mean the rich people were kind of paying (laughs) what did they call them indulgences or whatever so they could just be terrible people and the pope would be like okay yeah sure i'll look the other way on this since you're rich and you're donating to the church but the Protestants got really pissed off about that. Martin Luther went and penned a notice on the door and said, uh, you've got to stop doing this. It's not fair to everyone, which is a pretty egalitarian idea. So these egalitarian ideas kind of formed along the way. Right. Where's my question? I have so many tabs open here. <laughs> <laughs> Too many tabs. You can't find the question. So 
the left and the right in the Monk debate, in the Jor- uh, Jordan Peterson had made an argument that we know when the right goes too far on the right side of the political spectrum, and that would be ethno-nationalism. So if you, the logical conclusion of that is on the right is ethno-nationalism and on the left is diversity. Like okay. the, the left is, is 100% diversity well, and the right I is, mean, go I ahead. guess what you, what you would say is, um, what's actually like what's happened in the past is hasn't been diversity. It's been, you know, communism. And I don't know, like, I don't know if the Russian, yeah, but that's a different, thing. that's a different metric. That would be an economic metric. I'm just saying. Right, but I'm saying in terms of what's actually happened, like what's presented itself in the world so far. As, as a danger. This is, what, right. this is what Jordan Peterson was talking about when he was saying that we, it's not clear when the left goes too far. Because right. on the left, if you just look at the one metric that I'm talking about, the ethno-nationalism on one end and the multiculturalism on the other end, when is multiculturalism too far? Like we know when, when we know when yeah. ethno nationalism is too far. When like all the, my, the all the majority starts rounding up the minority and putting them in concentration camps. Even even Jordan Peterson says this in the in the debate, and it's brilliant. He says, you know, when, when uh, Michael Eric Dyson asks him, when does the right go too far? And he's like, well, I don't know. How about Auschwitz? And Michael <laughs> Eric Dyson is like, what? I don't I don't under, I don't get it. What do you mean? He's not a Nazi. I, I thought you were what? a Nazi. I thought you were in favor of Auschwitz. Like it totally blows his mind. Yeah. But, okay. So Jordan Peterson, I would I would define as a centrist. He thinks he he definitely uh, believes that uh, ethno nationalism is too far on the right, but he's got an open question on how far the left is too far. But if you just look at the ethno nationalism, and Hyde is actually done. So actually, I don't think it's Hyde. I think it's Robert Putnam, and uh, I can't. The he wrote the book Bowling Alone. I can't remember the book where he pulls all the stats out. I think it might be American Grace, but he talks about how diversity is not always a great thing for society. And while while the left says diversity is great, you know people tend to pool in neighborhoods where everyone looks the same and acts the same. So it's really just diversity in name only. Mm-hmm. So, so you're advocating for a white ethno state? No, I'm I am in the <laughs> middle. Okay, I I am a centrist. I'm just saying that you're just saying like okay. When, okay, when does the left go too far? Uh, like this open borders is like we don't need any borders could be considered too far. Yeah, on that metric, right? Yes, that in in racial equity, you know that there has to be some sort of equal. Uh, racial and gender distribution of the country in every aspect of you know school and work yeah. and blah 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 equality of outcome right they want to they want to say they want to take merit based struggle off of the table completely they want to say there's this many blacks there's this many Asians there's this many and we need to make sure that every single corporate board is made up of exactly right exactly the same percentage for reasons well it's the only way to make sure that there's no more cultural racism right is if everything's equal so that's one that's one metric and there are i would also argue and i'm not completely sure about this metric but i always thought of the left as being more individualistic and the right being more groupish 
But it's fun in the context of this PragerU video, the right is not groupish at all. The right is as individualistic as the left is. So well, it's they both they well I don't know because on one hand like it like liberals I guess you would say are more about they're more about individ they're more individualistic if it's about like someone who doesn't have power. But I would say they're not more individualistic because you know they what you want stronger government and more government oversight and regulations. Where conservatives want less, and they kind of want individuals to figure things out on their own. Yeah, I used to think the same thing. I used to think another metric from left to right was f the freedom of speech. The people on the left were for free speech, and the people <laughs> on the right were not for free speech. And that kind of got turned on its head over the course of right. my life. <laughs> so there, I'm willing to accept that there are metrics of the left and the right that can change but i think maybe ethno-nationalism and diversity is one that's that's a solid one right well it's the open borders versus closed borders and if you want to look at the the oh yeah the openness to new experience uh metric and the conscientiousness metric the orderly metric i think those right. are per the personality traits but I, I don't necessarily know how that maps onto ethno-nationalism on the right and diversity on the left. I guess it does in the sense that if you are on the left and you're open to new experience, diverse, diversity is a kind of new experience, right? Mm -hmm. And ethno-nationalism is a kind of orderliness. Right, exactly. And that's what, that's what uh, you know, Peterson was saying in his that little clip I put where I was complaining about this video was that the 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 orderliness applies to everything. It applies to closed borders, closed gaps between races, between genders. You know, everything wants to be fit in a weird little neat little box, which to me is interesting because that's why I'm so against the non-binary stuff and against the SJW stuff. Because on that end, they are more like the right and the orderness because they want to put everyone into a neat little, you know, gender or race box. Yeah. <clears throat> I think a lot of what's driving this kind of stuff, though, is group goals, and they the they have a goal in mind, and they are out to achieve that goal by any means necessary. So I right. think a lot of times well, that's what everyone is doing anyway. Yeah, I think, but if you fix, if you isolate the goal, I think it's a lot easier to understand the motivations, and I think that they will do things that can seem contradictory because. They're really just trying to achieve that goal. They're not trying to establish right. any kind of stable atmosphere. Like their goal isn't stability. Their goal is to achieve the goal. And I think the current goal on the left is, is fighting for the rights of the oppressed, which is, uh, fits into Peterson's uh, neo-Marxist narrative that they swapped the goal of the oppressor versus oppressed was the the class thing and now right. oppressor versus oppressed it's the same goal to fight right. for the rights of the oppressed but they perceive now that white people are the oppressors <clears throat> and well you can see it with the we talked about this i think in one of the other streams you can see it with the occupy wall street they have all the same language and same type of behavior and then they failed to have any change because the rich were too strong and they were too stupid. So I guess now they've switched to white guilt because it's more effective at getting <laughs> things changed. 
And see, at the end, of, see, that's part of the problem is that at the end of the day, a lot of people, even if it's for the, like for the wrong reasons, they just want to see themselves making progress. So maybe that's why they switch to the race stuff because it's easier. Yeah, maybe that's a that's an interesting concept. I haven't really thought of that. That they just they gave up on the rich, or maybe mm-hmm. so many of the so many of the people on the left just became rich. That they're like, <laughs> okay, well now we we can't be the bad guys. So exactly, we still have to fight. We still have to fight the bad guys. It's all the other rich white people. Yeah. So okay. I'll, Anyways, let's let's watch a little bit of the video now. So the setup for left and right, you guys get. Where's that video at? <laughs> Where's that video? It's one of the million tabs you have at the bottom of the screen. That video tab. That's not it. <laughs> you're gonna start opening tabs. You're gonna cause the thing to lag out. What is the alt right? Everybody has an opinion about it but nobody seems to know exactly what it is. So I took it upon myself to find out. I took a deep... Thank, that's a good... That's a good thing. What do you mean? He took it upon himself to find <laughs> out for us. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you, Michael. No, no less. He knows less. He's no less. <laughs> but uh, I, I, just, I really don't understand the confusion with the alt-right. Like, it's so simple. It's like, they want a white ethnostate. That's like the, the core end. belief. <laughs> the end. Because like beyond that, like some of them are fascist, some of them are not fascist, some of them are libertarian. So like they're very different, except for the white ethnostate part. What is that's what, all that's it. What do you think Michael Knowles' position is on on immigration? I'm assuming I, well, I don't know. He's is he right he seems like he's super right wing, so I'd again I would yeah, guess exactly. he's against it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think his position is on on uh, uh not not just immigration but like open borders close the borders close, build the wall close, stop abortion yeah. what do you think his position is on something like islam islam is the greatest evil in the world <laughs> how about how about terrorism terrorism is perpetrated by brown people <laughs> okay 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 here we go <laughs> So yeah, the perspective there is <laughs> this is what's going to make this video even more interesting. <laughs> Deep dive into alt-right culture. I read their books, listened to their podcasts, watched their videos, followed their blogs, and spoke personally to their leaders. Here's what for I- fifteen minutes. <laughs> Isn't it like the like the <laughs> the way that like the door opens and Richard Spencer just like appears? It's like a porno. Like does it feel like he's about to be like be like, hey, you want to see my white ethno state? Oh, I know. Look how many tabs he has. What I learned first, <laughs> they're really small, like your high school reunion small. That big national alt right gathering in Charlottesville in August 2017. Yeah, that attracted all of about 600 people. And that's on the high end of estimates. And that infamous torch rally on the evening of August 11th, there were maybe 100 tiki torch carriers. But however small it is. They, they had more than 100 people there, though. I used pictures of that mm-hmm. tiki carrier thing in a video that I did. So so you tell Michael Nellis that he's wrong. Oh, I, That's why we're making this video. This, <laughs> this four-hour video. We're gonna be Fuck t- you, Mike. <laughs> you don't know how to count. The alt-right does have a belief system, a worldview. It's right there in their name. The alt in alt-right means alternative. The alt-right is an alternative to American conservatism. 
So it's no surprise then that the alt-right has far more in common with the left, another alternative to conservatism, <laughs> than it does with the traditional American right. So I hear you laughing like crazy over there. Did you see what Sargon responded to, to my tweet about this video? No, what did he say? He said, he said um, I couldn't tell if he was joking or not, because he said, to be honest, he's right. He's, I don't remember exactly what he said, because he's already, he's already banned, so I can't check. <laughs> Which, should, honestly, you know, it's, yeah, Sargon was on Twitter yesterday and then got banned in like a day. But I think which, that account had been around for a while. I noticed that account followed me quite oh, some really? time ago. And I never followed back because I just assumed it was someone pretending to be Sargon. But right. I, but I think it was Sargon's... Because Sargon does videos where he obviously uses Twitter to get articles and stuff. Right, right. So I think he was just low pro, and then he just couldn't take it anymore. He was like, "Oh, <laughs> these Marxists!" He went full. On, he went full on triggered. Because I swear, yesterday he was going nuts for he, like hours. I know. I was like, like at yeah, first, Twitter's addictive. I was, I was like, maybe it's a good thing he got banned again because when he was back, it was like nonstop arguing and tweeting oh, with everyone. I know. I know it was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> was for sad. us. I, was sad. I don't know if it was awesome for him. I was sad to see him go so quickly. But so, yeah, That's true. He, he got he got banned. But uh, he so he mentioned something about this video. You tweeted. No, he said he said he's right about it. You know, they're both alternatives to conservatism. And I was like, OK, that's true. They're both alternatives. I think the the word jujitsu here is <laughs> what like bothered me the most. Right. It's like, yes. Well, him trying to all, conflate the alt-right with the left. They're an alternative. I think you spelled it out already. And I well, think some, I, someone had a someone ahead. had a good tweet response uh, to to this where they said that's like saying um, you know, Pepsi is not Coke, but you know what else isn't Coke? Beer. <laughs> so Pepsi is more like beer than Coke. And it's like, what? Yeah, exactly. Not only that, just like it's the the distancing yourself from I understand having having wanting to distance yourself from someone who has political views that you disagree with. But to mm -hmm. lump everyone that has different political views into the same category just doesn't seem helpful to me. Like no. you, how do you have a constructive conversation about when the right goes too far if if every, can't. if everyone who disagrees <laughs> agrees with you is all Right. And it was like double annoying to me because, you know, I don't like SJWs, but I'm not going to pretend like they're, you know, they're not the left's responsibility. So for him to try to like pawn the alt-right off on the left, too, is like, fuck you. You know, take yeah. responsibility. S clean your room. Sort your own, you know, house in order. You fucking no less they, piece of shit. Strategically, too. People are more likely to listen. Now, this may have fallen apart. Like, our, our rules of civility have gone so far through the floor that I don't know. <laughs> like, normally, strategically, if someone is in the same group as you, the same tribe as you, shares the same culture as you, you're more likely to listen to what they have to say. Right. But nowadays, I feel like if somebody, dis if you disagree with someone on any metric, all of a sudden, they're, like, ejected from the tribe. Like, it's like, oh, I, I share cultural uh, commonalities with this person. Maybe I should listen to what they say. No, it's like, okay, now you're on the left. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, I disagree with you. You're on the left. No longer Fucking are you on the right. Is, Mike, you think is Michael Knowles a conservatard? 
Probably. Do you think um, that all these downvotes are are alt writers <laughs> downvoting the video? On this, or thing? are they oh, liberals? P- uh, potentially so. I'm not sure. They can't see it. I can't but see. Like, yeah, I can't see. Oh, it's uh, 19k upvotes to 12k downvotes. It's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of downvotes. It's pretty almost half. It's a million. It's a million views. I I can't see. I mean, this would obviously piss off everyone on every side. I mean, why the alt right well, is like you're piss calling off, us leftists. We hate leftists. It wouldn't piss off non. It wouldn't piss off conservatives who aren't alt writers. Right, moderate conservatives. Yeah, they'd be very happy with this. Right. But I would call those people are in the conservative bubble. I don't think, like well, I, that's true. I've said many times, I think conservatives have an advantage in understanding liberals more than liberals have an advantage. And this understanding is proof that you're wrong. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't deny that there are conservative. <laughs> I'm just messing people with people in the conservative bubble. They uh, many people in the conservative bubble uh, appropriate heights work to right to say that conservatives are smarter than liberals which we all know that they are but (laughs) except that the jews are more liberal so they throw off the curve are are they there are i think so quite a few conservative jews though i think they're i think conservatism and liberalism i think is like sex like for some reason nature spits out equal numbers of liberals and conservatives well, that's true. But look, the alt-right tells me that all the Jews are really cultural Marxist leftist types, okay? And I take their word for it. The alt-right says that? The alt- yes, they do. Let me try to untangle this. Both the left and the alt-right are... Oh, untangling it for us. <laughs> yes. ...obsessed with race and identity politics. The belief that a person's value See, is linked to their race. It, anno- First of all, and it's doubly annoying, too, because... He's saying the alt-right, so he's talking about a section of the right, and then he says the left, like all the left, which is ridiculous. He's like, all the left is not SJW nonsense. Totally. Yeah, no, the people who are obsessed, he's right about there being people on the left and the right that are obsessed with race. This is the metric for the split in the political spectrum. This is why I brought it up. It's like, yes, there are on the very far right people who are obsessed with race and identity, and there are people on the very far left that are obsessed with race and identity, and us people in the middle not so <laughs> not so obsessed with it. I mean, but I I am curious when it can go too far, because I I think one of the beautiful things about America is that we developed an ethos of. And, and people want to disagree with me on this. I understand that. But I think one of the American uh, founding ethos is, is that we're a nation of immigrants. A lot of people will right. come out and say, no, <laughs> we're white nationalists. White immigrants, <laughs> friended. White immigrants. But th- when, when it was, I've seen gangs of New York, okay? <laughs> <laughs> when, when it was all white people, then we subdivided into the Irish and the English right. and the Italians, and they were all at war with each other, right? We found different ethnicities to break down and go to war over. All the European countries were at war with each other for thousands of years. Exactly. It's like, I don't know what the alt-right's exactly. talking about. Exactly, exactly. So now now uh, we're just, it's it's easier just to default to skin color, so. Racial and heritage. You know, it's weird because... 
you know, I'm the one that always argues with you saying horseshoe theory is real. And he, if, if he had if he had said that, if he had said that the alt-right is like the far left, I would be fine. I would have no problem with this video. But he doesn't say that. He just lumps everything together. I'm still reeling over the fact that you think horseshoe theory is real. <laughs> it is real. What is the metric on the horseshoe? It, it's, it depends. It's different. Like how is extreme, how is well, 100% okay. diversity? Here, here's here's how I interpret it. There is no, there are no people marrying each other that are of the same race. That's like extreme diversity. Okay, but wait a minute. Here's here's how I interpret the horseshoe theory. Okay, is that people, for the most part, are just tribal and they don't care. It's what you said earlier. They don't care about consistency. So it's like it doesn't matter what the actual goal they're striving for is. I mean, it, it matters what the goal they're striving for is, but it doesn't matter how they get there. And that's where the horseshoe theory comes in, because both people will just do the same thing to get there. That's what I mean when I say yeah. horseshoe theory. So the, ta the tactics, a tactic that will work is going right. to be adopted by both sides. Even if it goes against their supposed principles. They have no principles. They have a goal. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, so that's so you agree. That's what I mean when I say horseshoe theory. You, you mean that nobody has principles? principles? Oh, yes. <laughs> it's not the horseshoe. That's everywhere. Sure it is. That's everywhere. Sure it is. Except for us, of course. Let's be clear here. Well, <laughs> that's true. Except for us. We have principles. Us and Knowles. <laughs> <laughs> Not Knowles. Are we ready? Should we move on? Yeah, we're ready. Have we done our 50 minutes? Because we're, we're a minute in. <laughs> <laughs> the left wants special status for racial and ethnic minorities. The alt-right wants special status for the racial and ethnic majority. Since America, according to the alt-right, was founded by white Europeans and was built by white okay, Europeans. Okay, wait, we got to stop again for a second. There's another big problem with his whole theory here is because couldn't you just go further back and say the moderate, the moderate right in like civil rights time, you know, in the 60s and 70s, they were obsessed with race because they hated black people. So that means that the SJWs now are more like the right back then. So you could just play the game he's playing and just keep going back, you know, and forward in time. I believe the technical term for it is cherry picking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's yes, exactly. He's that's why the word jujitsu just totally ticks me off because like you're just oh, it they put it right in the name. It makes perfect sense. Alt stands for alternative. <laughs> There are people that this appeals to, but they already have, they already agree with you. This doesn't change anybody's mind. Right. Long to white Europeans. America's success, in their view, is a product of race and geography, or as the alt-right likes to put it, of blood and soil. So, in the alt-right's view, the moral ideals of the American founders, like all men are created equal, are naive and misguided. Okay. <laughs> Does the all right actually say that? I think they, they kind of play this uh, this little trick where they're like, oh, we're not saying that, you know, non-white people are inferior. They're just, you know, get along with themselves better than they do with white people. Which is bullshit. Are, are all men created equal? Is that an ideal of the left or the right? Well, it, well, well, friend, it depends what you mean by that. <laughs> oh, How do you no. define created equal? He said before the stream started, he said if he didn't like any of the questions, he was just going to go <laughs> full Jordan Peterson on me. He was just going to be like, well, that depends. How do you define <laughs> ideal? How do you well, define all? 
it actually though it does it does depend on how you what you mean by create equal because obviously not everyone has the same abilities or strengths as everyone else so they're not created in that way yeah but if you mean create equal just in terms of every human life is you know a sovereign entity deserving of the same rights then that is created equal in that way so right. that's what i'm saying it does depend on how you define it equal protection under the law we're going to treat everyone the same is different than which is i mean that's a fiction as well because there's all these biases like there's a tra attractiveness bias there's a right. height bias just they've done studies where if someone is taller and they work in sales their sales are higher it's it's amazing it's amazing that you can break things down to just height well isn't it has isn't it like whoever is taller wins president every time yeah exactly did you see the when trump was on the stage i was like so obvious he's gonna win he's so much taller than hillary <laughs> oh my god he towered over her. so but do you think that that's a, a left ideal or a right ideal oh. all men are created equal it's a it's a left all the way i don't the right i think they 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 believe people have natural advantages and i think that they on the right tend to think that those natural abilities are are fine i think it's the mm -hmm. left that's trying to iron that stuff out i mean that's the whole idea behind the oppression olympics right and and until recently the left was more on the side of all people should be treated under the law equally mm -hmm. i mean that's kind of changing now with SJWs, but until recently but then as you said they are since the left even the SJWs are big on the tabula rasa shit so i guess that wouldn't be technically that all people are created equal this is what i was talking about about nobody has any ethos because like you, said, <laughs> you can just switch on a drop of a hat. Yeah, exactly. Because it's the goal that matters. The goal that matters. And the goal is fighting for the rights of the oppressed. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they are for equal protection of the law until it interferes with the goal of fighting for the rights of the oppressed. And all of a sudden, affirmative action. <laughs> like, let's make the rules different for colored people, right? <laughs> I mean, it's... People of color, how dare you, Adam? Well, you you understand what I mean. <laughs> Black people, brown people, whatever the affirmative action that they're doing. But right. affirmative action is technically racist. I mean, yes, I, I, well, I'm not, I don't think affirmative action is terrible if like you have a minority that's completely shut out of power, but we've reached mm -hmm. the point where that is no longer the case, Right. but affirmative action isn't going away and people are acting like people are completely shut out of power. So they're using this a as a, a, a thing to maintain power, to gain well, power even. I think I would have, well, first of all, I, I technically think that affirmative action should be based on class and not race because I'm a big soft lefty. But I, I think people would have a lot less problem with it, including myself, if it was like, okay, if you have like a black kid and a white kid and they have like the same exact score on everything in terms of entering college, you know, it wouldn't be so bad if the college has like a 0% black population and they choose a black kid over it. If it's the, everything's the same, but the perception is, is that they'll lower the bar for the, for minorities and raise a bar for Asians and Jews. 
And I think that's where everyone gets uh, is that pissed a true, off about. Is that a true perception, though? I think there's some. I don't know if it's true. I'm just saying that's what everyone believes it to be. And that is that harmful or helpful? I think it's harmful. It's well, it's harmful if you're if you're raising and lowering the bars for people depending on race or well, whatever. E- even if you aren't, I think the perception of it can be harmful, right? Yeah, the perception of it's harmful regardless. Yeah. So, but uh, that totally mirrors the whole. Yeah, we don't care about the rules. <laughs> <laughs> the rule, throw the rules out. We no one cares. Ha- we about have the our rules. principles until <laughs> until we don't. <laughs> uh, Breaker for ten dollars says horseshoe theory only works if you add an extra dimension to your perception. Look up. I don't know what that means. <laughs> look up Klein bottles in four dimensional non Euclidean geometry. <laughs> I took one college algebra class, and I think I got a D minus. So, uh, uh, a cylinder may meet end to end, but with the same polarity. Well, even hmm. if if you look at a two dimensional, two axis political chart, okay, you can put a horseshoe on it, and you can say, you know, the ends, typically the extreme ends of the political spectrum become both more authoritarian. So, isn't that horseshoe? what how do you how do you define authoritarian because the people what you what we were talking about how people just throw away their principles and they just do whatever it takes to get it done like like okay so that like the commun the authoritarian communists is they just have complete control over everything and they just force oh did it lag out our streams going dead again (laughs) jesus oh no this is all your fault somehow. Oh, it's back. That now it's gone again. Man, I usually have such great internet. I guess I'm gonna have to reset the modem when we do things like this. Maybe I should just do that, reset the modem and but I think the stream would die. Yeah, probably. For permanence. Okay, it's back. How are are you watching it over there? Yeah, I have the I have it open a tab with the sound off. Oh, I gotcha. Hey, but it keeps sorry for tech. Oh, I need a technical difficulty thing. It keeps stopping and starting. Every time I say it's back, it stops. I didn't download the video. This video we're watching actually on the internet. And I'm oh, is this? Do you usually video. download the video? Yeah. Wonderful. So it's your video. fault. You didn't download the PragerU video, and you fucked us <laughs> with all your tabs open and everything. I got lazy. You got got lazy, and now we're suffering. Okay, I guess we should just start the video. Oh, wait, we got some more Super Chats. Yeah, I know. I think it's working again, so... Do you want me to read them? Do you want to read them? Well, I'm, is this, are people in the chat saying that the stream is going down again? Are people mentioning that? <laughs> oh, they're saying stream is fine. Huh, maybe yeah. it's just us. Okay, so... Uh, the super chat PSA sitch clap clap I'm very by Christopher I'm, Rollins thank you Christopher I'm very offended I clap, clap by you that. too even very though you offended. spelled my name wrong <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm not offended anymore <laughs> I, thank you Christopher that was perfect very good it's it's PSA st- <laughs> stitch that's what makes it all worth it um, we call him Cinch. 
Snitch. Snitch is another favorite. Yep. Uh, Breaker for two dollars says uh, too much meat on the brain. That's uh, you, Sitch. You're thinking too hard. Hey, well, no, not yet. I got to start the Jordan Peterson uh, carnivore diet. And then I think we're all caught up, aren't we? Yep. Okay, we're going to have to look up Breaker. I'm serious. We're going to have to look up this non-Euclidean geometry thing. (laughs) The four-dimensional space. There is technically four-dimensional space because it's over time. There's ten dimensions of chess. Maybe you mean five-dimensional space. Does horseshoe theory exist in ten-dimensional chess? So we should have Sargon on and we can fight over horseshoe (laughs) theory. Oh, it's V that actually is four. Uh, that's in favor of horseshoe theory. That's right. Oh my god. Oh god, I don't want to be on his side. <laughs> the stream oh. is dropping down to zero again. Lag. Oh. Someone finally said it. Yep. Lag. Lag. It's because you didn't download the video. I think it's a modem needs to be reset, but. Whatever. Let's I just watch like the video. I feel like it's something you're doing. Getting, how is it how how is that even possible? That's not even possible. I do I don't know. I feel like it's well, something let's, just, let's we gotta watch the video so that <laughs> right. we can close it when we're done with it. Here we go. You can stop. The man who coined the term alt right is a white nationalist named Richard Spencer, who runs alternativeright.com as well as the National Policy Institute, the self-described think tank of the alt right. According to Spencer, the movement is dedicated to the heritage, identity, and future of people of European descent in the United States. Jer- Translation. Keep the brown people out. The same thing you stand <laughs> for, Knowles, right? Hey, there you go. He's not racist. He just hates all immigrants. He, I don't know. They're the, the moderate conservatives are for illegal immigration. So, Merit-based, which I agree with. Yeah. Maybe you're on the right too. Maybe you're maybe you're a conservative. <laughs> totally. Jared Taylor, the editor of the white identity website American Renaissance, holds that any attempt to create Oh now we're at zero again. God. You know, their little picture of Jared Taylor looks nothing like Jared Taylor. Like the Richard Spencer one looks kinda like Richard Spencer. Lag, lag. I know we see the lag, you guys. We can tell when it's lagging because we there's like a little bar over here that we see go down to red. Oh, here it goes again. It's taking a dive, nose dive. Okay, we'll see you guys in a few. <laughs> All right, hit it up. I think it's back. Oh, now it's gone. I don't know why it keeps cycling like that. Because you didn't download the video, and because you have all these tabs open. All those tabs, each one consuming so much bandwidth. I don't think so. Those are folders. You moron. Folders <laughs> full of bandwidth. <laughs> All right, I think you can hit it up again. Oh, never mind. Yeah, maybe you should change the quality of the video to like the lowest one. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Hey, you had on 1080. We're going to watch this video. In high- that, that was the problem. You just fi- Someone in the chat said that like like 10 minutes ago, and I didn't say anything about it. Really? You bastard. And they were right. I, didn't I say like five minutes ago that you 
<laughs> that somehow this was your fault? <laughs> somehow it's my fault because you're not paying attention to the chat. And you were one of the, we wanted to watch this video in all its 1080p glory. Okay. Okay. We don't even need 1080p because it's shrunk down on the screen and well, I'm you pumping know, out you, like 720p. So. You could have, we could have watched it in 1080p oh, here it goes if you again. had downloaded no, it, it before. Never mind. Okay. okay. Back on. I got to back up the video a little bit here. Sorry about this, guy. Seriously, we're gonna get we're gonna ha get this. We're this. This is only our fourth, our fourth review together. So, we have whatever. It's we working. get the first ten to iron out the kinks. It's like That's right. Internet rules. Right is a white nationalist named Richard Spencer, who runs AlternativeRight.com as well as the National Policy Institute, the self-described think tank of the alt right. According to Spencer, the movement is dedicated to the heritage, identity, and future of people of European descent in the United States. Jared Taylor, the editor of the white identity website American Renaissance, holds that any attempt to create a society in which race can be made not to matter will fail. Other alt-right leaders include Sam Francis, the late syndicated columnist and forefather of the movement, who famously called for a white racial consciousness. Theodore Beale, the blogger known as Vox Day, who in his manifesto, What is the Alt-Right, cites the white nationalist motto, we must secure the existence of our people and a future for white children. And Paul Ramsey. Now, do you, do you know any of these people here? No, I've never heard of any, any of these people, except for the first two. <laughs> I've that, heard yeah, of any of these know. except for the first two. Oh, yeah. uh, Richard Spencer. And Jared Taylor. I've heard of Vox Day. Oh, that's true. I've heard of him. But I've only watched really one of his videos, and it wasn't, it didn't seem real alt-righty to me. Well, it didn't seem racist to me. So. A white so nationalist you're saying that you support Vox Day, the horrible white nationalist. I've only seen one of his videos. I don't, it's like, <laughs> after they, after, here it goes. See, it's because you supported Vox Day, so YouTube had to shut you down. Now it's saying we aren't even receiving data. Damn it. The ingest, ingestion settings page. I don't know. I wonder if I can change this. It says, you, you see, you, didn't, you clicked the button that didn't say turn off lag. I can see it right there. Where? I'm just joking. <laughs> Oh my Does it god. Actually say that. <laughs> that would be too easy. No, it's back up, so I guess we'll just continue with the video. Well, I guess we know now that I have to download the video. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right, sorry guys. I think we had another super chat there anyway. New Renaissance PNL 25. I would love to get your content on uh, comment. I would love to get your comment on who's that? Duarte. Duarte saying he will step down if someone proves God to him, which sounds like what uh, JBP warned about. Who's Duarte? The president of the Philippines. You know the guy who was going to throw drug dealers out of airplanes and. I don't know this. Stuff. No, I haven't oh. been bad at I mean, up on this stuff. I didn't know that he said that thing about god that's weird is he a communist or something like what i don't think he is what's he like what's he talking about well he sounds like an atheist obviously i mean if he's like prove god to me 
and I'll step right, down. Just, He's like, no one's going to do it. Watch. <laughs> I'm saying. Right. It's just such a weird thing to say. Yeah, it is. Well, thanks for the super chat. We're going to get through this video. We're going to try to... Uh, how long have we been going already? I'm, d I'm dying to listen back to this stream because it seems like it's so messed up. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's hit it. ...and start in a video entitled, Is it wrong not to feel sad about the Holocaust? Another... <laughs> that hurts to hear. ...area of agreement between the alt-right and the left is that both ultimately reject God. The alt-right admires <laughs> Christendom for... What's up? What are you laughing about? It's just so funny. It's like both the alt-right Nazis and the left liberals reject God. Like, it's such a goofy fucking thing to say. There's plenty of, you know, religious people that are liberals. Like, it's not and like there's every, plenty think... of religious people on the alt-right as well. Right, like, exactly. Just because Richard Spencer isn't about atheists. And not only that, Richard Spencer called himself a cultural Christian. So it, And doesn't, you know, beyond Richard Spencer, like, there are a lot of white nationalist movements in the country that existed before the alt-right. It's not like this is a new thing. And at least I thought that they were all, like, very Christian-y. Yeah, you know? totally. Fucking Ku Klux Klan's very Christian-y. Yeah, very much so. That's why the left hates them. <laughs> <laughs> that's why the left <laughs> hates the religion. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. They hate religion. You just gotta, so whenever you someone gotta turn your brain off to get this, <laughs> you really. Do. Whenever someone says Deuce Vault, you know they're not talking about religion. You know whatever. Yeah, someone just said in the chat. See there. Hour and thirty-eight, which is lag. I know, and I feel bad. Sorry, people. It's Sitch's fault. Uniting the European <laughs> continent, but rejects Christianity for its offer of salvation to all people, irrespective of race. <laughs> the movement... Go on. Come on. You're I don't, cracking I just, up. I just, it's just ridiculous. I, there's nothing to say. It's motivated reasoning all the way. Yes, totally. He's just like, hmm, let's see. This word goes with this word. and <laughs> like. I mean, like, it, it's only until recently that Christian, you know, this idea of God for all races, like, that's not the way it's always been. That's not even the way it's always been in fucking the Republican Party. No. No, definitely not. Do you... The... The God for all racist thing. I mean, even during the Civil War. I mean, when they had black slaves, they weren't thinking... Well, I, I think... Didn't the black slaves start worshipping the same God and that kind of made them feel bad? They were like, oh, man. I don't know. It's a good question. Well, the Underground Railroad was run by Christians. Christians are, they used the God message to free the slaves. Well, they had, I mean, not in the New Testament, but in the Old Testament, they had, you know, slavery was permissible, I think. I mean, they had slaves. Yeah. Running around, so. But according to some people that I talked to on the internet, <laughs> slavery was more like a part-time job back then. Oh really? <laughs> Who said that? Some people, some people will say that slavery was not that bad. That it was, it's just like a completely different outlook. Oh, you mean? What are you talking about? Slavery, like in biblical days, yeah, or slavery? Exactly. Like, you haven't heard oh. that? You haven't heard that argument? They're like, oh, slavery I... wasn't that bad back then. <laughs> I mean, it was way better. Yeah, way better. Like now, they now there's a problem with trafficking uh, human trafficking and sex slaves and stuff slavery doesn't seem like a good deal to me it really doesn't <laughs> i don't care how I, I don't care how i mean oh it was it was 
back then, people were more, were less inclined to just. Oh, it just doesn't make any sense at all. But that's what people do. Newman's favorite philosopher, yep. just like the Nazis of yesteryear, See, wait is Friedrich Nietzsche. Someone said <laughs> in favorite. the chat, Go ahead. slavery is different uh, back then. A person could sell themselves into slavery because it was more like servitude. Yeah, indentured servitude was the thing. That was the, right. that was the invention of the part-time job. But I guess the question is, does the Bible make that distinction terminologically between slavery and indentured servitude? I don't think so, but I'm not a theologian, and I try. Avo I avoid reading the Bible at all costs. <laughs> I honestly do. It's it, as a as an atheist when other atheists just brag about knowing the Bible very well. I think, man, what a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> I do. You're not. Well, I mean, you're ethnically not, you're ethnically Jewish, but you're not. A, I'm not Jewish religiously. No. Yeah. Exactly. So we'll you're we'll just say that too. That's right. So we'll say that since neither of us believe the Bible, based on our ignorance, we'll say that slavery in biblical times was exactly the same as slavery in you know America in the 1700s. Which was horrible, right? I mean, right? Yeah. I don't. So we're going to say that. I want to be a slave. It, it, I don't know if it's true, but it, we're going to say that. <laughs> the the humans make terrible make terrible slaves. <laughs> Animals are much better slaves because they're they're dumb, but humans are smart. Like they're, I don't know if you know this argument, but one of the reasons why the North got a foothold on the industrial revolution a lot sooner than the South was because the South was run by slaves and, and people, people seem to think that all this free labor is a good idea, but no people, if you're a slave, you work as you work as the least amount possible. Like That's you true. break, you break your tools accidentally. Oops. Yeah. Like, it's not a, yeah. it's not an efficient system at all. If you want people to work hard, they have to work for their own for their own goals. Mm -hmm. So that like kept automation out of the South. Like think about it. Why are you going to invest in machines if you got all these slaves running around? Well, I mean, they also I don't I don't know if the North had the agricultural climate that the South had. Right. So but, maybe they couldn't grow any of that shit anyway. Yeah. All right, Frederick Nietzsche. You have an opinion on Frederick Nietzsche? Yeah, he's uh, Jordan Peterson likes him, so I guess that that means something to me. <laughs> yeah. Jordan Peterson said that one people don't actually read Nietzsche; they read one line and they take everything from from that one line. That's the God is dead line. That's my understanding of Nietzsche. Well, doesn't <laughs> that's me? He does it, he's talking about me. He does it in this video. He does it in this video. He takes the he takes the half of the Nietzsche quote and reads it out of context. Uh, this guy does. Yeah. Watch. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. He doesn't pull on Jordan Peterson. What he Jordan he Peterson? does it. Okay. Here we go. Who famously claimed God is dead? <laughs> Spencer himself is an avowed atheist. See, he, just, <laughs> he did the exact thing so, that Peterson was complaining about. Let's fix it for Knowles here, just because Knowles doesn't know the whole line. You know right. the whole line, right? I don't know the, the whole line. Oh, really? I can. I don't know. I don't know what specifically. I, I can look I can, it up. I can paraphrase it. So it's God. God is dead, and basically we're all screwed, is what he said. That now, now humanity will have to create their own gods, or they, right? They, they, they will be. They will have to create their own value structures. 
Okay, I found the quote. It's, God is dead, God remains dead, and we have killed him. How shall we comfort ourselves, the murderers of all murderers? What was the holiest and mightiest of all that the world has yet owed has bled to death under our knives? Who will wipe this blood off of us? What water is there for us to clean ourselves? What festivals of atonement? What sacred game shall we have to invent? It is not the greatness of this deed too great for us? Must we ourselves not become gods simply to appear worthy of it? By Frederick Nisi. That was good, man. That was great. <laughs> that was great. Can you give me just a little more feeling? Just a little. Just a more little bit feeling? more. Okay. No. So yes. So we. God is dead, and it, we're we're screwed. Just like, yep. just like I said. Just like you said. You but said it course, much more eloquently than he did. But of course, Knowles leaves that part out. Right. They're like, God is dead. Woohoo! Party. <laughs> That's why the that's why the all right likes Nietzsche so much. Yeah. The fucking atheist. Can you imagine Richard Spencer wearing a button that big? <laughs> Only if it was a Pepe button. Oh my god. <laughs> they didn't use Pepe in this. There's no Pepe. Yeah. Rolls must not have spent much more than fifteen minutes. <laughs> You're right. Atheist who, like leftist since Karl Marx, longs for a new ideology as robust and binding as Christianity to replace traditional religion. That brings us to the most glaring similarity between the alt-right and the left, <laughs> their disdain for the individual. The constant Okay, this is the part that triggered me, their disdain for the individual. Right. So we have everyone, all the right, all the people on the right are massive individualists now, which is, yeah, well, seems yeah. crazy to me. Well, it's weird. It was obnoxious because they're doing that thing where it's like people classify, like nowadays, people try to classify that all the right is like libertarian, even mm. though it's not. Yeah. Not and all the left is SJW. Yeah, exactly. And the all the people in the middle who are moderates and get along just fine with everyone, they don't even count. <laughs> right. But even all the non, there's lots of non-libertarian right wing people and they're not hyper individualists at all. It's the op- they're like very communal. Yeah, exactly. Religion is a communal art. Very much so. It's called yeah, it's true. I didn't even think about that. Sacrifice. Wouldn't atheists by design? Well, no, I guess not necessarily because you could say the communists are atheists and they weren't very individualistic. So never mind. I take it back. Yeah, I the communism I conceptually I think of as individualistic, even though it's defined as sacrifice for a collective. Well, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't see how you could say it's individualistic at all. Well, they want this, they want the state to, they want the state to take care of them so that they can pursue their own individual goals. Oh, is that, is that how you interpret it? I mean, maybe that's true. I don't know if that's true. I don't either. I'm still, I'm still thinking it through focus of both the left and the alt-right on group identity means that they downplay the value of the individual. This stands in stark opposition to the fundamental American value, which conservatives have long championed, that places <laughs> the individual, not the collective, at the center of society. The pioneer That's spirit... That's so, like, entrep- fucking... What the fuck's he talking about? It's so untrue, like, isn't it? It's so untrue. Like, old-fashioned conservatism was all like, you know, you do for your country, serve your country, you know? Yeah, nationalism. 
that's total hyper nationalism. Yeah, what another. the it fucking in Bush's era is all oh we're in war you can't insult the president now. Yeah, it's a very individualistic approach, you know. Yeah, this is why I think the left is much more individualistic because the there is the nationalistic, internationalistic divide. And if you're if you're, an if you're a globalist, an internationalist, do it. Does anyone even say internationalist? If you're if you're for the, uh, other nations over your own nation, you're technically for no nation at all, right? If you're for all mm -hmm. nations, you're for no nations. Right. Well, like Endgame, you know, one day there'll be the Star Trek, you know, Federation where there's no countries. Right. There'll be a planet. Right. There'll be a planet nation, and we'll all be nationalists for the one sovereign Earth. We'll all be Earthicans. Right, but you know we got we got a long ways away from that. Where are you? And that's where. The, where are you on the nationalists? Um, I used to be. It's funny the SJWs have made me more nationalist. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be not very nationalist, but you know it, it, I do think it's a good point when you have people bring up that you know it's it's there are problems in this country obviously and things that need to be worked on, but we do do it better than most other places. Yeah, and I do think that counts for something. We got to get our healthcare mess worked out. We do need to do that yeah. and get money out of politics. Oh no, Jank Uger. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone full uh, Young Turk. Wolf Pack dot com. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe Michael Knowles is a libertarian. He is, and he's. Pro I'm assuming. Otherwise, he's completely full of shit. Yeah, I think he's like a neocon. I think people are. People are tribal by nature. Mm -hmm. There are people that aren't tribal. They're libertarians. They're they're the massive individualist stuff. But I really think the temperament is. I think they're only about twenty percent of the population. Height threw some numbers out. I did a video recently where he was talking about his his, his uh, moral foundations questionnaire. They had about seventeen percent libertarian, which I think he was saying was more than by population i think he was saying only 12 percent of the population is libertarian so that's those are the those are the people that are very individualistic which i think is good it's good to have a certain number of people that are very individualistic but in a tribal type atmosphere those people are like they're they're only getting a foothold and being allowed to reproduce in society in modern times because in in the ancestral environment, those people that were hyper-individualistic, you boot them out of the tribe and you let them die. <laughs> well, that's true. and That's why they'll never be – I mean they'll never be the – well, I don't want to say never. They'll probably never be the great you know, Ayn Randian libertarian society because it's, it's hard to conceive of how that would ever come to fruition. Yeah, exactly. Breaker gave us another super chat. Uh, t Breaker for ten dollars. Uh, Christians quote mine books because they atomize their religious texts to an absurd degree, based on the text presuppositions, uh, presupposed innate authority to the to the point it becomes second nature. Thoughts? <laughs> Did I just I murdered that? Uh, you're so good. You're so says, good at the reading. Why aren't you reading all the super chats? I don't know. 
Because okay, so they atomize their religious texts. What does that mean? Does they shrink it? I don't know what atomize means in that context. Uh, they like break it down into yeah. some. Well, I know atomized in the in the individual in the individual context. They reduce it to some small, absurd degree, and then they're talking about the innate authority, which I understand that. I don't. I I don't know. I'm having trouble understanding what what he's talking about. I do, what are you talking I about? I do agree that Christians do quote mine books. Right. I yeah, think obviously. people quote mine anything they can. The, well, the, the fuck Christians quote mine the the Bible. <laughs> they cherry pick the Bible. Well, in this, it's become vogue to quote mine scientific research. Like people have a goal in mind and they seek out scientific research that validates that goal. I mean, I'm I do it as well. I just right. I always pull out better research. So. Everyone else picks the bad stuff because they don't have an understanding of the world like me. Where's that? I feel like my someone is complaining to me that we're not talking about the video. All right, I'm moving on. Real <laughs> drive the acceptance of personal responsibility. These are uniquely American ideas, uniquely conservative ideas, but they mean little, if anything, to the alternatives to conservatism, the left and the alt right. Put simply. The alt-right has three wrong. core beliefs. Do you say something? Just need the Trump wrong, you know, whenever he says something. What did he say that was wrong? Well, just, you know, what we, everything, just that the left doesn't believe in individual rights. Yeah, they do. I, I don't even... I mean, even the SJWs believe in individual rights, right? I mean, the whole... The whole pronoun well, thing is I don't know. they get that's true <coughs> the pro they believe in individual rights when it suits them yeah and then exactly. they don't when it doesn't suit <laughs> the, the pronoun thing is the individual has the right to be respected by society they have the right to i mean they don't seem to realize that one person's right is another person's responsibility and that other person may not like the responsibility of having to remember your pronouns right right so, but they That's do believe point. they do believe in individual rights. It's just which individual, which is As long, yes, which is the whole problem of of society. Really, society is about balancing the rights of the individual and the needs of society as a whole. Mm -hmm. Like the the right on the pronoun issue, the right is basically saying, you know, you're creating a lot of work for everyone. Well, maybe that's the that's how the intellectual consistency against individual rights can exist for SJWs because as long as you look at everything through that postmodern neo-Marxist <laughs> lens of, you know, the power struggle, then you just look at it like, okay, well, individual rights only matter if you're not in power. You know, they don't matter if you're the faceless white, straight white male who's in power. So that's how they come. Maybe that's how they put it together in their brains. Yeah. They also, they also don't seem to understand on the pronouns issue that, you're creating a responsibility. They don't see it as a responsibility. They're just like, well, why? I mean, wouldn't you want to be kind to everyone? Like, is it, it's not really a responsibility. It's something that we just all do. It's right. like, yeah, that's your moral ethos. I like to tell people, I don't like being kind to people. That's my, <laughs> that's my ethos. All right, continue. The promotion of white identity politics, the rejection of God, and the subordination <laughs> of the individual to the collective. In other words, <laughs> collectivism, tabular, anything 
The it's alt right has nothing in common with conservatism. So, it's, it's just so gross. They, you know, oh, alt right are so like atheists. Like that's not some of them are, but yeah, he's like he's he's hitting everything. The alt right is not even. They're not on the right. They're not Republican. They're not conservative. They're not religious. <laughs> they're a bunch of left wing liberal atheists. Yeah, religion is really collectivist. I mean, collectivist is just a dirty word, but I mean. Jesus sacrificed himself for the for everyone for the group. Right. Yeah. The libert what would the libertarian Jesus look like? He'd be like, do it yourself. <laughs> well, he have, yeah, he wouldn't have sacrificed shit. Yeah. He would have said, Judas, take the money. Meet me back here in 15. <laughs> we'll take off together and is in fact much closer to leftism. Except, of course, that the left is much, much larger. I'm Michael <laughs> See, Knowles, it, host of the Michael Knowles. That's Nolles. like the ultimate, like, fuck you. Like, oh, the left is so much worse than the alt-right because there's so many more of them, and they're basically the same thing. It is. So his whole attempt is just, he's like, okay, right now, the alt-right, everybody hates. Like, this is after Charlottesville. Right. And everyone was just hating the alt right. He's like, hmm, I wonder if I can make, if I can turn <laughs> the le the entire left into the alt right. Well, it's genius because he's like, okay, we have to simultaneously distance ourselves from the alt right and shit no, on the it left. Is. It is genius. Strategically, it is genius. It's just horribly immoral and wrong. Now, why factually. is it? Why is it immoral and wrong? It's well because all he's doing is he's especially at the end there he's just stirring up more tribalism and more, you know, partisan divide. Pushing, pu it's if you're pushing individualism though, are you stirring up tribalism? Yeah, because if if he was truly pushing individualism, he wouldn't have said that. He wouldn't have made that <laughs> quote, that little line about at the end about how the left is so much larger than the alt right. Like this whole, you know, it's funny. I didn't even realize it until you said that. This whole video is a fucking hip hypocritical joke because he's being the most least individualist, fucking tribalist, right winger of like all fucking time. <laughs> he's totally team playing right now for his team. But he's team playing for moderate conservatives, so maybe it's not. Maybe it's well, not. is he? Is he or is he team playing for libertarians? Oh, he is. We don't know he? what the fuck he's got. He could be a neocon for all we fucking know. Who knows? Yeah. Do you think? I wonder where he falls on the nationalist thing. I wonder if he is a raw, raw American. Because it's most conservatives are nationalistic. We should have done research. <laughs> we didn't do any research on this guy. That's uh, people can comment below and they'll let us know. This this is our research. Are you kidding? This is our That's opening, right. This is our opening salvo. Anyway, read my super chat for me. You're a better reader than me. Uh, you bastard! You must which have one gone. breakers. Yeah. Breaker for break year for five dollars. You hear Christians talk about worldviews. They believe non Christians draw huge, huge metaphysical meaning from tiny quotes and books like they do. Yeah. They misrepresent if you're saying that people misrepresent Christians all the time, yes. It's one of my it's one of the things that I don't like the anti theist for. I think he's saying no, he's saying that that. Christians say that non-Christians draw their metaphysical meaning uh, from tiny quotes and other books. 
like the way Christians do with the, the Bible. Breaker, do me a favor. Just let me know what side <laughs> you're on. <laughs> it's impossible for me to tell. It doesn't have to be in the you're super not, chat. Just not type ver- it in the normal chat. Yeah, you're not purchasing correctly here. <laughs> We're so, too stupid to, to get it. So let me go. Let me go to. Uh, so is the the second question we never really answered is ethnocentrism racist? Well, let's cool. clo- let's close out the video and see. I think it's just, show for Prager University. Yeah, it's just thank you for watching up. this video. Please consider supporting Prager U with your help. Prager no. U can reach no. even more people. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Fuck off. Close that shit. Don't minimize it. Close it. Yeah, close the tab. Well, I then, know it's hard. Then there'll be nothing. To close the tab. Then there'll be nothing up there, and the this other thing might pop up. And oh, okay. Yeah. So we're just screwed forever. No, that's no. Nah, yeah, we've been doing fine anyway. Laggy. So right. is so is ethnocentrism <coughs> uh, racist? You had uh, you had done a. A tweet about that and roving millennial no, chimed I didn't. in. No, tweet about ethno national the ethno nationalism. Oh yeah, that's number five. Because ethnocentrism just means that you're you're judging everyone else from your standards. No, I, I think ethnocentrism is a love of your own ethnicity. Let's call it. It it is, but it but it's like when when they say like oh you white European ethnocentrist, they mean like you know you're judging. The SJWs are like, oh, you're you're judging non-white cultures vis-a-vis European traditions. Uh, this is a distinction that I think is important because I think if you're ethnocentric, you're just in favor of your own. You there's a difference between loving your own race and hating other races. Like I would say, hating other races is racist, but I would say loving your own race is ethnocentric. Which I think the the left, the SJWs in particular, conflate those two all the time. They think if you love right. your, your own race, you're automatically a white supremacist. <laughs> right. Like the, and, and this is one of the beefs that the alt-right has that I think is a legitimate beef. Because it's like, if we're in a position where we can't even love our own our own culture, like how, how do you sustain a culture that doesn't love itself? Yeah, no, I don't disagree with that. I just think that... You're using the wrong word. I think ethnocentrism doesn't mean that. What do you think ethnocentrism means? And keep well, in I mind, just, I've read a book on this. <laughs> I looked it up. It said... Uh, <laughs> your definition against my book. According my to... Book trumps to, your definition. According to Wikipedia, the most oh, credible Wikipedia, source of information, <laughs> it says, ethnocentrism is judging another culture solely by the values and standards of one's own culture. Really? Yeah. So what is what do you call it if you love your own culture? What is that called? Being normal. <laughs> it doesn't know. even have a term. It, uh, I'm sure there's some term for it, but it's ethnocentrism. I don't know. It's not. It's definitely not. What do you? What do? You, what? Uh, I've heard tell that Jewish people are some of the most ethnocentric people alive. Like they don't. They, if you marry, you mean by your if, wrong definition of ethnocentrism. Well, what do you call it when you are? I don't know. Hey, ch- someone in the chat needs to tell us what do you call it because it's not ethnocentrism. What do you call it when the Jewish mom says, "No, you're only going to marry a Jewish girl," and has a conniption fit if you if you marry a outside 
outside the Jewish faith, or right. even a Catholic. I mean, Catholics tend to do the same thing. I mean, there are they they want they want you to marry within the culture. That's guess, not ethnocentrism. You know. I mean, according to Avi, according <laughs> it's called to chutzpah. according to <laughs> Avi Tushman, bracket bracket bracket. <laughs> He says that's How dare called, you? He says that's called ethnocentrism, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe well, he use in the book he uses it in the context of there's an optimal amount of of there's an optic an optical an optical <laughs> optimal amount of uh-huh. where you where you get the most grandkids out of breeding like by a fifth cousin or something. So it's like close to ethnocentric, but enough outside of the tribe that you're getting new genetic material. And he even, okay. he even maps this stuff out, but he's saying that those in, intuitions that we have, ethnocentrism is the term he uses on one side, where you're predisposed to marry within your own race and to associate with people in your own race. And uh, xenophilic is the opposite of that where you're more predisposed to do the jungle fever thing <laughs> where you're like, <laughs> I like what, what are some more derogatory terms for it? Like yellow fever. I think they call oh it. Oh my God. Stop it. Is it, uh, is it, I think, um, the, they call, was it rice queen? It's like, it's a gay guy is only into Asians. No, who's the guy? Uh, Richard Spencer is supposedly into yellow fever from what I've, what I've heard. There's like a lot of like racist white people, like all right types that like Asians for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe because they're like, whatever. But s- some people in the chat are saying they, they get some good names for you. It's uh, They're saying ethnophilia, Eth- in-group preference. Ethnophilia? <laughs> that's yeah. A, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> I'm going to write to Avi Tushman. I'm going to tell him, hey, you need to do a find and replace on ethnocentrism. You didn't read, you didn't read Wikipedia, damn it. Well, some people in the chat were saying that it means both, but people I don't know. It only says the one on Wikipedia. And Breaker, for $2, said he pinged me to type out his longer comment. Yeah, where is it? Uh, I found it. said, Christians think the world is created and ruled by an all-powerful god. They project their views on others, so they end up thinking that scientists believe in evolutionism. Okay, the same way that Christians believe in a god. Right. Yeah. So Breaker's kind of taking the. See, I feel like you would argue with Breaker in terms of you know he's kind of taking the anti-theist position, and you're saying, and you would say that scientists do believe in evolutionism, right? Well, they their whole idea is that they want evidence-based stuff. My whole thinking, the reason why I'm against anti-theism is because I think that they're interpreting the evidence in self-serving ways and ignoring a bunch of evidence that goes against them. Right. But I my thinking is the exact same as them on the scientific front. So, so I guess Breaker's point was just that Christians looking, they look through the lens, they use because they believe what they believe. They're looking to the world through their own you know, religious lens, which yeah. is true. Yeah. yeah. That's they, what everyone they, does, unfortunately. They think science is, they think we think science is God. Right. Which Jordan Peterson would make it even more confusing by saying, yes, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> it's your highest value in the uh, right. hierarchy of values. So, Well, there were some people complaining about him, which I think there's a little bit of validity to it, which is that he has kind of, you know, he uses a lot of different definitions for things and it confuses people. Yeah, I think he's triggering 
He's triggered people. <laughs> but he knows he's like, people like it when I do this. Watch. I'll make up a word here. Okay. Uh, question number two. We oh, did I, that one. Uh, question number three. Did we already do that one? I, we kind of did. Are all men created equal with a left and the right? That's in there somewhere. Question number four. Oh, my favorite. We finally got to it. We finally got to it. Is, uh, is there are, no, if there are Jesus. people, I know I can't even read my own writing. If there are people in society that feel stressed by diversity in the same way trans people feel stressed about transphobia, because we're all worried about the trans people and the transphobia, right? Right. Is it right to stress harm these people in the name of diversity? Like, is it right if, if some, uh, and this is, I think one, the alt-right has this thing that they're worried about. They're saying, you know, I grew up in a country where the whole town was white. Now the liberals got into power and they let a bunch of immigrants in. Like they're just Im important boatloads of immigrants. <laughs> and now my neighborhood looks like the United Colors of Benetton. And it's, make, it's making me nervous. I don't like, you know, I feel like we're being invaded here. Mm -hmm. and, and it's like stress all the time. You know, my, my, um, wow, you have a landline. I have a landline. <laughs> Old man. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, so, so is it, is it right? Is it right to stress him out like that? I think the problem you get in with that is that. It's it's kind of like, I think I could make a comparison. Like, okay, if someone is attacking you, okay, mm. and then you attack them, it's like you're you're causing. If someone is attacking you, they're trying to cause harm to you. And if you attack them back, you're causing harm back to them. And it doesn't like the harm. This is kind of I think where I disagree with Sam Harris is that like the harm itself isn't necessarily what is moral or not moral. So you could say if someone like, for example, if someone is not not using your example because it's more nuanced, but if we were to simplify it and say there's like some racist KKK rich, you know, Richard Spencer type, you know, and he gets stressed out because there's non-white people in his neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Like he's feeling that stress like it's real. So he's really feeling that emotion. Mm -hmm. But so fuck what? Like, I don't care. <laughs> I know. Like, See, fuck it's like, so why can't we just have that same response about like transphobia or homophobia? Why can't we just say, yeah, <laughs> like seriously, like, yeah, I you're know such it's, a homophobe. Oh I, my God. But I'm just saying it's like, it's <laughs> if, so if trans people are stressed out cause people hate them or like, why, like that's, that's basically the argument. You're just saying, well, we don't care about their feelings because they're them, but we care well, about our the perception is you only care us. about the people's, you only care about people's feelings that you view as being either in your as, group as or that, people <laughs> or or that are acting morally. There so are they would plenty say on the left that don't think conservatives are real people. They're like No, but I, I said acting in your group. Right. So you you only care about the feelings of people in your group and and the feelings of people you believe are acting morally. So they would say that homophobia is immoral. Immoral, exactly, yeah. Therefore, yeah, so therefore... Well, they would also who, say ethnocentrism is immoral, too, but I don't... Right. If it's, if it's a biological thing, if the person is just stressed by people, like, being surrounded by a bunch of people that look different than them... Well, they need to get over it. 
<laughs> I mean, it's kind of like, isn't it the well, same thing like don't saying... Don't homosexuals need to get over it too? I mean, they just, they need to like stop... Get over what? Well, they need to like... Get I, over being homosexual? First of all, first of all, I agree that homosexuality is innate. I think people are born... Right. Like, I didn't choose to be heterosexual. I didn't, like it, like... Who you're attracted to, I don't think is something society dictates. I think it's something that you, it's, it's an internal thing, right? Right, right. But by that same logic, and I'm just trying to be logically consistent here, ethnocentrism is something you probably don't dictate either. It's just like nature chooses you to be more. So, so there is some leeway. So we could do the the equivalent of gay conversion therapy with but wait a minute because you could say well first well first well first of all i don't think that um ethno-nationalism that being alt-right or ethno-nationalism is necessarily biologically innate i think maybe the personality type that can lead down that road is innate okay and so that society comes in and changes it a bit right but even if it is innate it doesn't matter because okay, you could say that pedophilia is believed to be innate, but so what? You know, it's still horrible, and we don't like it, and we still punish people for yeah. it. Yeah. So just because something's innate Kill, doesn't killing, necessarily mean it's acceptable. Killing uh, sexual rivals is innate as well. <laughs> we don't like that either. Like, exactly. Yeah, that so, guy looked at my girlfriend. Let's get rid of it. Like, we'll just we'll just nip this in the bud right here. Like this right. isn't gonna happen. So, but to go back to your question about right. the person feeling stressed about uh, living around non-white people, it's kind of like, you know, when you look at all the SJWs complaining that they need no, a I safe wasn't space. Necessarily saying, I mean, the, it could be. I I'm assuming that there are black people that feel the exact same way. I'm assuming right. there are Mexican people that feel the exact same. So just way. being around any differing. Yeah, ethnicity. exactly. I'm sure, okay. there are plenty of Italians. I'm sure that feel right. the same. I mean, this is why neighborhoods clump together like they do, right? Right. Well, I don't know. Those, if those cold feeling. neighborhoods are, are well, those people that are like, I don't know. I, I want to live next bit, to people that look like me. So I'm in this. I think it's a little bit more complicated than that. Cause I think there's a lot of, you know, economic situations that go into to why people end up grouping together more so. Okay. And then like the cultural aspect is kind of secondary okay. or is a secondary of the economics. I mean, but there are people though, if, if economics wasn't a factor that they would still group together. Right, because yeah. they feel like they're more culturally in, in tune with right. people that share their ethnicity. Yeah, I just but it's an interesting question that I I think doesn't really nobody really talks about. Well, but to to answer that question mm-hmm. or how I would answer it is to say that you already did. It's you true. said they need to get over it. Yeah, <laughs> but okay, but wait a minute. Let me give you a good example. Okay, because. So the person who is Italian and they are upset that a bunch of Irishmen move in next door, okay? Exactly. Um, they got Irishmen on both sides. They're surrounded. Okay? Exactly. They're surrounded, the by, they're surrounded by vodka-drinking, potato-guzzling Irishmen, okay? and <laughs> They're all redheads, covered exactly. in freckles. <laughs> exactly. And so they feel real emotional stress inside. But then it's the same thing with, like, the SJWs who – they need a safe space because someone they think is racist who is not racist. Right. So the SJWs get upset that Jordan Peterson's speaking. Like that SJW person is, I'm assuming, is feeling real emotions inside of stress and all this other shit. But they just have to get over it because yeah. they're wrong. 
because fuck them. <laughs> anti, they they need to take the principles of anti-fragile, right? Whatever exactly. doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Right, and so you could but there say there is a limitation to anti-fragile. Of, of course, I mean, there's you a limitation. can't decapitate people and say, "Oh, you didn't live, <laughs> get stronger." <laughs> Right, but couldn't you use the same principle of anti-fragile in terms of the alt-right complaining about diversity and say, well, stop being so fucking fragile? Yeah, I think they're, I mean, I think the line for them, though, is really whites becoming the minority that, that bothers them. The, mm -hmm. the, Sargon did a, Sar, I don't know if you saw Sargon debate Destiny, but it was pretty amazing what he did, like in the first, 15 minutes of the debate he got destiny to admit that minorities were in a tough spot because they were minorities that's why they were in a tough spot and then he said well do you understand why white people don't want to become the minority because then <laughs> right. by that definition they're the ones that right. are in the tough spot which i i mean i i'm somewhat sympathetic to i think the the reason why white people are not allowed to have white student unions and white congressional uh, caucuses and all the like there there is an ethnic organization. There's a political ethnic organization for just about every ethnicity. But the reason mm -hmm. why whites aren't really allowed to do it is because they're the majority. Right. But well, is it that they're the majority numerically or that they're perceived to be the majority in, in power numerically? Because really, well, I would argue, I think it's more of a power thing. Well, in a democracy, numer num uh, the, the numbers is the power, right? I mean, that's how democracy works. I mean, that's how it's supposed to work. I don't know if that's actually how it does work. Well, unless you can manip I mean, people, people vote. You have to get the voters there. I mean, I, I'm with right. you that they're... Like, when you talk about the money in politics thing... I'm less, and we should probably, maybe we can do a live stream and, and talk about this because I'm curious your views on it. But I think people are more moved by the candidate and the candidate who's more charismatic raises more money. So I think there's a correlation there, but there's not a causation. I think that even if, and Trump is the ultimate example of this because Trump spent less money and still beat Hillary Clinton's. Right. I mean, granted, the Russians spent a lot of money and they were helping out <laughs> secretly behind the scenes. So, obviously, we don't know that that's the case. We know, uh, I think the all we know is that $300,000 $300, were spent on Facebook ads. We know that for a fact. So, not to change topics here, let's get back to the questions. Right. Because the questions are video related. Or number so five. You're, but, so, do you understand when you say that they need to get over it that it, they the the conservatives are making the same argument about when they when conservatives pitch gay conversion therapy their their argument is you need to get over it and here we'll help you that pray, no, pray away the well, gay is the same well, concept no, as they need to get over it cuz I don't think you can get over being gay. Well then why can you get over because it's a you can get over a stress response, you know. It's what yeah. Jordan Peterson always talks about. It, you know, it's uh, conditioning to become stronger. I want to see the evidence on that though, because the evidence that uh, Robert Putnam puts forward is that pe what people do is they sit inside their house and they watch a lot of TV and they right. <laughs> like they 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 hunker down. He calls it. Turtling. I'm not saying yeah. it's easy. 
Okay, life it, doesn't it reduces, just give you everything. It reduces social capital. And I think, like, if you want to look at things objectively, you have to say, like, how much social capital are we going to sacrifice for diversity? And I think the left can go too far in that kind of course of scenario they can. where, like, f- society has trouble co- cohering because right. everybody has different agendas. Like, everyone has a different gender. How about this? Right. It's not Irish that moving around you. It's SJWs, okay? <laughs> well, that's why I'm in favor they of like the 90s. all have pronouns, okay? And they're made up. <laughs> right. But that's why I'm in favor of the 90s liberalism. Because it was, it was, let's tear down everyone's group-based goal and just have like the one um, like homogenized American goal. Which was And what? I think that's... I think that's what the left should be striving for. But that, but the left and the right are fighting over what that goal is, though. No, I understand that. But even even if the left could say, let's tear down all our racial and gender identities and just unify under a liberal goal, that still would be better than having all the different gender and racial goals. The right. The isn't the what is the the conservative goal is to cons conserve and preserve tradition that's the goal of the conservatives that's right this is where Knowles, in his video doesn't really even make the distinction between the alt-right and the the regular (laughs) right like the alt-right like he could have just come out and said the alt-right are radicals because they don't want to preserve the traditions of our past they want to totally throw our American society into upheaval <laughs> to form this radical ethno state. And that's how right. they're the same as the left because the left will, will do the left believes in radical change. They'll do radical societal change. This whole like gender thing is radical societal change. But the, the alt right would say that no, they're acting traditionally because traditionally the country was mostly a white ethno state. Until recently, they could make that argument, yeah. But I think Richard Spencer's actually made actually agreed that what they want is that they. I think he, or I don't know if it's him or other alt writers, but it's, I seem to remember an argument of them saying because I, I've made that argument with them before that you know you're supposed to believe in in you know conservative policies because it's not really a good idea to throw. Uh, society up into complete upheaval and they would say that once you reach a certain point you know they've lost the battle and it's time to do a diff a new a new strategy that they tr- right. have tried to preserve the traditions but the traditions have eroded away to the point that it's time to do something radical they're, right. they're saying that you want <laughs> that they need to get over it <laughs> So we'll move on to the next one. Um, well, my only point with the get over is just that every it's difficult because it's all based on your individual morality. Because every someone's going to suffer in some way, and you just have to decide who that is. Yeah, that's what politics is. Is exactly is the the losers suffering at the expense right. of the winners. Right. Right. The sooner you realize that, the sooner you understand politics. Uh, Angel. Uh, Droit for $2 says Murdoch, Murdoch uh, Review please Who's who's Murdoch? And thank you for uh, the super chat I haven't seen Angel before so. Is that, that's, Murdoch, Ang- that's Angle actually Some YouTube channel Okay 42,000 subs 
Nice. Um, so number five, is it racist to advocate for an ethnostate? This is what you asked on Twitter and Roaming the Millennial responded to. Well, so did uh, Shoe on Head. Oh, nice. That's funny because I think I was surprised because when I, I set up the poll for that, there was a lot more it's not racist to advocate for an ethnostate than I anticipated. <laughs> and then uh, really? Shoe responded. Yeah, it was like something like, I think it was like 58 or 56% said it's not racist. And then oh. everyone else was saying it, it is racist. So it was... The overwhelming majority says it's not. See, because they... No, have... no, no. 56% said it, it is racist. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the... But it was still it was closer than I would have expected. So then, that's funny, because then Shu said, I can't believe so many people are, are saying that it's not racist. Because I think that's like the final boss of racism. And then after she said that, all of a sudden, all these votes started to vote no, it is racist. So I think like her once once oh. her followers got involved. <laughs> so I think I think what the poll really showed is that I have a lot more racist people following me on Twitter than she does. That's crazy. So, but you think it is uh, advocating for an ethnostate state is racist? I think yes. I think well, okay. Wait a minute. As we said, as we said earlier, when I say when they say ethnostate, they're really talking about a race state, right. and I think advocating for a skin color race-based state is inherently racist yeah i i think that too because i i don't think you have to be white to be american like i think right hold on there are a ton of black people here that were brought against their will like, how can you not call those people americans they're americans right i i know a lot of conservative blacks don't like even being called african-americans because they're like, what the hell? I'm not, I'm, I have no ties to Africa. Like I, my, my history is with America. Why are you, why are you distancing me from being an American by, yeah. Right. And it was weird because, and, uh, someone in the chat said this and, and it was what a lot of people were saying on Twitter too, which is that they would point to like, okay, well you have countries like Japan and, you know, China and India, as the person in the chat says that are mostly ethno states. And it's like, well, first of all, I don't know if the if their immigration policy is set up so that it's like, okay, we're not going to let non, you know, Japanese people into our country, then that's racist. I mean, even if that's the way it is, it's okay. So Japanese people are really racist. And first, I think Japanese people are really racist. <laughs> they are. Like, like, they're even racist against, like, like if where you live in Japan. Like, if you, like, live in, like, different provinces, they, you know, they're like, they'll prejudge you based on that. Really? So I, I just I, I don't understand that argument. But that, like, that well, there's classes? a lot of other racist countries. It's like okay, well. But this is why I was saying that the the. It's just when you call it racist, you put, I guess you're you're creating a. You're, you're just you're taking a hard moral stance on it, and I, the thing that I worry about is ethnocentrism as I define it as. Like at some level, the culture has to cohere. I would like that ethnocentrism to be based on American values, but you're saying America hasn't been around long enough to have its own ethnicity, so we have right. that, we have that hurdle. Well, yeah, because I think it. I think as you said, it is cultural, but I do think there has to be some biological uh, component factor to ethnicity. Really? Yeah. Huh. So you're saying it's a it's a it's a race-based cultural thing. 
that that it has ethnicity. To come down, yeah, that it has to come down to race. Like, well, I'm not. Well, no, because because I I define race as just skin color. So, but like, but ethnicity is like a broader. You, but Irish and Irish and Italians are different ethnicities. Right. That's what I'm saying. That yeah, they're different ethnicities, but they're the same race. Irish and Italian are the same race. Yeah, they're, they're they're white because they're Caucasian. They're, I get right. You. I got you. Now, this is also complicated. So pseudo analysis for two dollars said Sitch define racism, a racist, and uh, I define race racist or racism as just prejudging someone on the basis of their race or skin color. So you don't even have to have a negative. There's another thing too that people are talking about on Twitter. You can be racist without having like a negative view of it. Right. So you can say like yeah. all Asian people are smart. Okay, that's that's like right. a racist prejudgment, even if it's a positive thing. Right, because there are Asians that obviously aren't smart. There's yeah. You've been everyone's been to those Chinese restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> Where those you some racist. of those people <laughs> I know, I'm such a horrible racist. It's the stupid Jews too. I know it's I know it's hard to believe. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean I can't think of any right now, but I'm sure they're like, out there. it's like all my Jewish friends all seem pretty smart, but it might be just me. <laughs> So number, f we'll move on from the racist talk. I'm sure this. So is okay, so we, we everyone agrees. Well, at least the two people who matter <laughs> agree that it's racist to advocate for an ethno state. Yeah, I think I answered the other way on that poll. But I. But you've changed your mind. But I. But I'm going by my definition of ethnicity, which is not your definition of ethnicity. Like my okay. my problem is so how do you. Like my problem is that how do you get the culture to cohere, which is something that I, like I guess I'm very conservative on this, because, like I the the way that the SJWs are taking things, we're gonna end up in an ethno state. I really think because it's just they're pushing the culture in so many ways that are just you, right. The if there's this woman, Karen Stenner, who's written about the authoritarian personality, and she has said that right-wing authoritarians are generally just moderates. And they, they're, she actually puts it as high as 30% of the population, which is, I mean, that's a voting bloc that can sway elections from now until the cows come home. So she says that that voting bloc is activated when they see society changing too fast, too, uh, too quickly and too like strangely. And the whole trans thing makes me think that those, those right-wing authoritarians have been activated. They're the ones that are voting for Trump and are going to continue to vote for heavy handed authoritarian type politicians, which is, it's, it's scary to me, but how do you, right. how do you deal with that? I mean, I feel the, the if what the trans activists want to enact it's just so it's such a transformation of society i mean uh joe rogan was saying this in his interview with with ben shapiro that like we're getting forms now that say what sex do you identify with that's that's weird. That's a that's a how do you how does a society <laughs> cohere? How does a genderless society cohere? Gender is such a such a massive part of society. 
Like if the right, government see, steps in and tries to make it a genderless society, that society I think is going to become very, it's going to be a right wing ethno state in three years. Right. But see, it's interesting because kind of going, what you're saying is kind of going against the alt-right principle because who are the people that are pushing this for the most part? They're white, you know, white Marxists. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like the whole idea that there's some sort of group uh, race, you know, uh, you know, everyone that's white is like working together is just completely not true. Yeah, they don't. I, they the the left wing SJWs don't understand what they're dealing with either. Because I we had talked a little bit about this before the stream, but so I had a debate with Sargon just on, on Twitter. We were going to do a live stream. We never ended up doing the live stream, but a lot of people have started using this term left wing authoritarian which really baffled me because I've read a lot about authoritarians and authoritarians are always in psychology, at least thought of as on the right. Cause it's order driven, order driven. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So the, but there have been a few studies I read, I think five or six papers on, on searching for left wing authoritarianism. And le the left is commonly driven by the Care Harm Foundation, is what, is what, Jonathan Haidt puts it at. And a lot of people will say like de Democrats are the mommy party, right? And the, right. the intuitions of caring for people come from that nurturant parent thing. Mm -hmm. Well. If you look for left-wing authoritarians, which they've done in these studies, it turns out that the left really doesn't have a stomach for violence, which m goes along with their, their care and compassion, the thing that's driving their goal of making everything equal for even the most downtrodden. But the right doesn't... Yeah, but the right doesn't, how does communism fit into that? Because that's plenty violent. Well, the psychopathic leaders can come to power and can, can claim the apparatus of the state to do whatever they want. I'm, right. talk, I'm talking more about the intuitions of the masses that are driving democratic institutions. Yeah, because I, I think, because I've read the study that you're talking about. Okay, so. And I, I think I had a lot of problems with it because if I recall correctly, they're kind of like, they redefine all the, like the left-wing communist leaders as like they're not really left-wing because they're not left in terms of the personality types necessarily. Right. Which is true-ish, I guess. But then it comes back to, well, then you have to make the distinction between the left personality types and then the le like left political type. The, the studies, be... I completely agree with you on the studies. The studies are not great. Right, because there can be plenty as we were saying you know no one's principles matter everyone just wants their group to win <laughs> exactly but the so. question the question that i have and the the hypothesis that i have is that the left just doesn't have the stomach for violence that, that if you're a left personality well i don't know because then well actually here, here's the answer okay because jordan peterson has the answer for us <laughs> okay <laughs> he says that because okay so the left is driven by like compassion and and you know was it care care harm principle okay yeah but he's saying, oh, okay. Oh, you're right. I know. What you're right. You know where I'm going. Where he no, says, Say okay, it. how is the compassion, how, you know, the mother bears compassion for exactly. a cub. Exactly. But then once you get in between her and her cub, where does all that compassion go? Totally. Right out the window. So there we just broke the study. Yeah. 
So they do have a stomach for violence. It's just what they're like, as long as we're defending trans people, then we'll get as violent <laughs> as we want. Right. As long as it's in the, well, I don't know, but they're, both sides are like that. But yes, both sides are like, if, as long as it's in the name of some sort of good. Right. So maybe, violence maybe that's justified. The, the right says violence is justified in the name of order. And the left says violence is justified in the name of Care. protecting yeah. and compassion. Yeah. So we probably will have a civil war. Because <laughs> uh, that's the whole trans issue is, is they're driving for the compassion and intuitions are driving that. And the whole, or, or the whole right. I mean, we're set up for that. We're set up for right. conflict here. Well, I don't think there's going to be a civil war. I mean, I'm no. pretty sure the country was more divided during slavery than they were now. But this is why, this is also why they think Trump is like the proto-Hitler. And they talk about him in in those kinds of terms that he's, you know, they're talking about him in, you know, what's going to happen to this group of people now, right? Well, if, if Trump wasn't, as you said, you know, he's, he uses, he doesn't lie, he's just hyperbolic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, if, if he wasn't that then I think you could construe some of the things he says as dangerous in terms of, you know, authoritarianistic. Right. But since I do view him as being the kind of goofy shows, showman who just says stuff to be outrageous, then I don't view anything. I don't view those things as the serious threat that, you know, some people on the left do. Yeah, I think Trump, I think Trump would be an authoritarian, but I think any leader would be an authoritarian like under the right circumstances. I think it's more right. circumstances that drive any of this stuff. But why uh, Why don't you read Angle Troit's $5 Super Chat? Murdoch um, Murdoch is the alt-right cult cartoon episode suggestion, The Cruel Fate of Kekistan, then possibly Race Jam, Jordan Peterson or Sargon the Afraid. Okay. Yeah, so we'll it's check an alt -right it out. alt-right cartoon. And I just want to say before we move on, um, someone said earlier, like way earlier in the chat, they said, it's not racist to desire to preserve your own people. And a lot of people were saying that on, on Twitter too with the poll. And I guess my response to that is, as I said earlier, I'm a 90s liberal. So my worldview is that we should be trying to tear down the labels, the biological identity labels that define us. That should be the goal. That we should look at, well, I'm ultra nationalistic. Okay, we're going back to nationalism. Mm -hmm. Everyone should view themselves as American, not as a white person or a black person, but as a fucking American. Right. So I don't, so when you say for your own people, that idea doesn't mean anything to me because my own people are American. Nation of immigrants, I think, is the, that's right. <coughs> is the ethos. Yeah, I'm, I'm in favor of the melting pot in terms of we need culture. Cultural Darwinism, okay? Only the best culture will survive the melting pot. The there is a a like an irony with the alt right that I see quite a bit. <clears throat> they really desp despise the Jewish culture for being so they would call it ethnocentric. <clears throat> But yet they want that same thing. It's like they're saying, oh, the Jews are running everything because they're so ethnocentric. But yet we, like, it's almost like they don't like them because they're beating them at their own game. Right. Well, I think that's what they say. They say, they say that they like what they embody 
They just don't like that they're that it's being used against them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. It's an effective strategy, but the right. the problem with the American ethos is it kind of works against that strategy. I mean, the ethnicities come into America and they they work to maintain their their ethnicity, their individual ethnicity. And I think for a long time, America really frowned on that. Like they even call it the melting pot. But I've heard some far left SJW types saying they don't even like the melting pot anymore. No, they want. Yeah. The, have you heard the salad thing? They want it. The salad bowl. Yeah. Well, see, that's what I was saying. That's weird about how you can say that personality wise, the SJWs are more like the the right in some ways because they want all these or, they want all this order and separation. And they want all these clearly defined labels. Yeah, I think they like like I said, they're just throwing it out. Like their their ultimate goal is to protect the baby, and they're like, we have to. This culture feels put upon because people are taking inappropriately from their culture. They're demeaning them, mm -hmm. even though they're not really. That's not really the intent, but right. There's well, this I whole. Think it's, go ahead. I think it's also just that because the right started to try to use the the melting pot to their advantage to be like, well, that's why we should get rid of affirmative action. So then the left was like, wait a minute, <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, there's no consistency whatsoever. All right, my last question, number six. <laughs> You're laughing. What's the question? <laughs> Number six, what is your favorite Jordan Peterson video? <laughs> you just had to put it in there. It better be mine. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> you already no, told me. It's mine. It's, 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 it's not even the one that Jordan Peterson uh, talked about. It was my, it's my Undertale video. What? Jordan Peterson talked about your video? I, you're, I love your feigning surprise. It's so nice. What? <laughs> it's such did, a good narrative Tell us technique. a story. Hey, did you all know what you already know that Jordan Peterson retweeted one of my videos? He retweeted it? I know. I was noticed by Senpai. But didn't he talk <laughs> about it in another video? He did he talk about it. He came very close video. to even saying your name. He said, Well, I wouldn't go that he far. He said, PSA Snitch made this video. <laughs> he said, some, some guy named Lilo and Stitch made a video <laughs> about me, and I really liked it. And he said uh, that you did a good job of showing how he was taken out of context in the MVC. Right. Yeah. Which you did do right. a great job. I, I was actually Thank super you. jealous of that video because I thought I could have made this video <laughs> in like 15 minutes because I don't have to do any of that animation <laughs> crap. You just have a bunch of clips. And I could have had Jordan Peterson tweeting my video. Ah, <laughs> uh, you snooze, you lose. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> faceless <laughs> damn you faceless youtubers i have a face it's right there you can't see it it's a big frown yeah i'm gonna i'm i have pictures of sitch so wait till it's a the, big black guy with a frown wait till the pictures come out ah uh, you're gonna blackmail me so let's let's talk uh we how long have we been going here i, I was also in an armored skeptic video are you jealous about that I am actually. I didn't. There this, I, this I legitimately didn't know about. So I'm having to hide my seething jealousy at the same <laughs> time. <laughs> like, luckily, when Jordan Peterson tweeted out your video, my seething jealousy, my like, it was all <laughs> concealed because I was like at my computer just like, right. 
I have a I have a a bunch of uh, spare mice because when I see something like that, I like <laughs> you throw it. You, you crush the mice crush, in your hand. I crush the mouse in my hand. Yeah. Yeah. So what? What's this armored skeptic video? Oh no! In their in the VidCon vlog, they oh okay. they had a clip of of when I was talking to Greg, and he very nicely put the little sitch head over it. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. I had done. Oh, I don't. I probably shouldn't mention that. <laughs> I had, I had uh, I have a bunch of pictures too from VidCon, which are right, which are great. Uh, so you had fun at VidCon. Yeah, it was good. It's too bad that on the on the, the day that you didn't come, that's when I hung out with Glink, so you didn't get to meet him. Oh yeah, yeah. How did that go? Yeah, it was cool. Oh, he wanted to do a stream with us at some point. Nice. We nice. should have invited him for this one. Yeah, we can. Uh, we I we plan on inviting we'll people now. if we keep going. Right. The this week. I mean, I, I'm thinking we're. I'm. I just messaged Sitch about doing a stream and he was down. So, but I don't want to make any commitments that we're going to do like every Sunday or anything. Right. I think next Sunday I'm even out of town. So we should have got, you should have invited Mouthy Buddha when he slinked up in chat. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We'll bring other people on. So we did a good job. I think four minute videos are the way to go. (laughs) How long has this been? we're We're into two hours and 12 minutes. I will, okay. I will download the video next time and I'll reset my modem. So any, right. any, any closing remarks about how racist we both are? Or, um, are, are we still friends? I feel like maybe I'm a little more racist <laughs> than you anticipated. You, you're, you're way more racist than I anticipated. I don't know if I can talk to you anymore. I, my, my, I live in Los Angeles. My, grocery store look does look like the united colors of Manhattan. like it's about the most multicultural area you could be so well you said when we were at vidcon you said just have you know, <laughs> any, you know right person walk through vidcon and they'd run away screaming because it was like that it was like the forum of diversity totally totally yeah yeah uh so we'll i guess we'll leave it there Thanks for the super chats, guys. That's really kind of you. And uh, I don't, if you, once this becomes a video, leave links in the comments. I moderate the comments. The links always go to the spam folder, but I look at them. So if you have ideas, let's see them. Take care, everyone.